rest of the world, it's the Dookie Radio Show. Hello, 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 hello to the denizen of downloaders allowing us into your respective auditory canals via the medium of the podcast. I would like to offer friendly hugs to each and every one of you, punctuated, of course, by loud, canned laughter. (laughs) There's also a voucher for a free cup of something warm and caffeinated on its way in the post to the lot of you. You can redeem these passports for a free hot beverage injection at one special place only. You may have heard of it. Central Perk. It's a cafe in New York City, as featured in the incredibly true-to-life show Friends, which, despite seizing production a decade ago, is still featured daily on British television screens. Which is quite fitting, as the theme for this week's Dookie Radio Show is Central Birkenhead. We will be examining, deconstructing, exploring and quite possibly moaning about the modern American sitcom. Are you troubled by spots, blemishes and flaky skin? Well, download the Dookie Radio Show every Monday and your skin will be looking clear, radiant and luscious in no time. The Dookie Radio Show, your key to beautiful skin. Hello, darling. Has anybody told you that you've got beautiful skin? Yes, all the time. Meet in the studio, I have my very special guest, Sylvia Silversmith. Hello. Hello, Dookie. Hello, Dookie listeners. Marsha McDonald. Hey, people, what up? And the most glamorous pensioner on the planet. Hello, Irene. Hello, Dookie. You're lovely, you're a lovely boy, isn't you? The theme for this week's show is Central Birkenhead, and we are talking about the American sitcom, the modern American sitcom. Yeah, Dookie, I got something to say. Hit me. Well, I got a question. Birkenhead, I had to ask somebody about this. Now, isn't that kind of like Liverpool? That's right. It's in uh, Merseyside. Okay, so I think we should talk about sitcoms in Liverpool. Liverpudlians are so funny in their own right that they don't really have a need to produce television series. But there's Bread, which was on many moons ago. I think it ended okay. in the early 1990s. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Uh, what's that, a, a Liverpoolian uh, sitcom? Liverpudlian is Liverpudlian, the sorry. Yes. Was that Liverpudlian then? Yes. Okay, so, and what, Bread, what... Uh, what is that about? They eat sandwiches? What is that? Basically, it's all about the trials and tribulations of what you put between your slices of bread. Really? Yes. You guys had a whole show around sandwiches. Is, silly, is he pulling my leg? Marcia, I think he's pulling your leg. I don't think... Bread, now, I've heard of bread. And even though I have never seen it, that isn't the one in the prisons, is it? No, it's not. You're thinking that's about m- porridge. Oh, that's... It's, oh. Yeah, do you guys just name your TV programs after, what, like, food? There's... You'd oh. think that would be more <laughs> of an American thing, to be honest. Absolutely. Well, we have so little food to choose from that's decent here that we have to hold on to the the good, stodgy it's varieties. All, it's, it's all Bread, about the carbs. porridge... Show is based on carbs. So, w- w- then what is bread about? 
If it's not porridge. We really are here to discuss the American sitcom rather than Liverpudlian sitcoms. From okay, the sorry, 1980s. I was just because you called it, you know, Central Birkenhead. So, you know, I just assumed it was sitcoms based in Liverpool. You know? The show Bread was about a Catholic Liverpudlian family and the dynamics involved with relationships and all that good stuff and I it, it featured heavy scouse accents a bit like the royal family of its day i i gotcha uh, yeah all right I, i'm with you i'm with you but you want to do american you want to talk right. about okay okay the one thing that struck me whenever i'm having a cup of tea and flicking over from channel to channel and coming across various post-Friends American TV series Yeah, is that there's a format which seems to be de rigueur straight across the board now. And that's where every modern American sitcom feels like a Christmas best-of comedy show from yesteryear. Dookie, that is so true. Do you know what I mean? That's so true. That, um... Kind of cheap television production where the whole cast get together, there's some calamity preventing them from spending quality time together, and when they finally meet up, they wax lyrical about things that happened in the past. Is it like, you know, so I come home from work and I go like, hey Sylvia, what's up? And and she said you can say it. Hello, Martha. What is up with you? Yeah, yeah, that's good. And I say, uh, well, uh, my stomach today has been feeling a little dicey. And you say, has it, Martha? Wah, wah, wah. Well, that reminds me of the time that me and the boys went to Mexico. Ooh, dicey. That is good. Do you mean like that, Dookie? That sounds like the start of a brilliant American sitcom. By the and way, my stomach is feeling pretty dicey today. So, you know, I like to work that into a plot. I was just about to ask. It seems as though a lot of these shows are centered around a bar or a restaurant in which there are four to five good-looking people who constantly make references to stuff that happened in the past so you get you know what i'm gonna ask her out linda is gonna enjoy some mark loving mark you've been saying that since the eighth grade you're not gonna do nothing how about you show me some money and we bet on it and (laughs) sound a little bit like joey from friends there yeah i'm getting you and then an attractive woman who's dating this guy's best friend would say something along the lines of, do you two dweebies remember what happened the last time you guys bet on something? Cue some incredible, tragic story that takes place in the office in which yeah, no, he, no, no, no. Dookie, he loses his job. What's got to happen there is I, you know, you have to be kind of a gormless fuckwit, right? I really don't mind being a fuckwit, just not a gormless one. And I have to be some sort of severe fishwife. You get me? That sounds like 
a suburban version of what I just described, but it's still the same dynamic. Yeah, no, the guy's always got to be gormless, and the woman always has to be like some old harridan, even if she's not, you know, even if she's not old. So let's let's do it again. So you you've got a dicey stomach, right? So that's the plot. Okay, right. you with me? Well, this now is you, me. Am I playing myself? No, you're are playing you? Mark. Right. Right. Okay, and I'll I'll be. Uh, you should be Sharon. Yeah, Sharon. That's a good name. So I'll be Sharon and you're Mark. Right? And we got one of those uh, will they, won't they kind of crap going on. Right? Are you right. with me, Dookie? Absolutely. And you got a dicey stomach because you were out drinking with the boys last night. Possibly because I was spilling tears over wanting to ask you out once and for all. Yeah, you, you had a beer with the boys and then you had a dicey hot dog on the way home. And that's why your stomach is, you know, all, you know, twisted up. Right. right. Okay, so you ready? Scene. Um, uh, oh, I'm not feeling so good. What's the matter with you? I had a bit of a heavy night last night. I was with the boys. You were out with the boys? What were you doing out with the boys when I'm sitting home all alone? You should be home with me. I wasn't out with the girls last night. We invited you. You said no. You wanted to watch something on the box. And me and the boys wanted to watch two men box. Watch anything on the TV, and anyway, I told you don't get the hot dogs off that vendor. I'm not too sure whether they put you know buttholes in them things. The only butthole that night's you for not coming out that night, eh? I'm quite enjoying uh, Sylvia's want, 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 though. I think that, you know, because they always, even though they don't have that sound, it's always kind of like they should. Or, you know, like when the people are writing it, you know, all the guys around the boardroom table, they're writing it. You can always hear that, you, you know, you can, you can hear it in their head. They want that want, want, want moment, don't they? I do know rules of engagement, and I know that as I watched it, now, Marcia, you, I think you walked in when I was watching this quite late one night because I couldn't sleep, and Marcia gave me a look. And I don't blame her because as I was watching it, I thought what I need to do now is put this on pause and go out and find the neurosurgeon and get a full frontal lobotomy and then come back and then I'll probably be able to enjoy it a bit more. If you've had a lobotomy, it's great, you know, and it's kind of like that everybody loves Raymond, you know, no, they didn't, you know. Click on your mouse to our Facebook page Facebook It's easy to find, it will not take an age Facebook www.facebook.com Forward slash The Dukey Radio Show The Dukey Radio Show the thin white dukey is right. 
click your way to the Dukey Radio Show Facebook page, www.facebook.com forward slash the Dukey Radio Show. The Dukey Radio Show, the Dukey Radio Show. Please do not do the screamies. We are only here to explore the scintillating situations happening in your shitty. Sit back and enjoy. Welcome to Scintillating Situations in Your City, featuring Sylvia Silversmith. Hello, Sylvia. And hello again, Dookie, to you and all your lovely listeners. I have some very scintillating situations in different cities. Well, two of them, Dookie, are things that I don't want to insult the listener's intelligence because two of them, I'm sure that if you're of this world, you will know that they're going on. But I feel like they're so important that I need to mention them. And then there's one that I'm hoping that people will never have heard of that I think is very scintillating indeed. So something familiar, something mysterious. Two of them have to do with men, men, men. Men, 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 loads oh, of men. Oh, loads of men. And All around me are men. Men, 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 greased up men. Right. Yes. Well, actually, I could argue that all three of them have to do with men, 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 and possibly greased up men. Right. So if you like your men and you like them greased, this is a scintillating situation for you. Greasy men from Greece. Oh, greasy men. The first one, Dookie, I suppose I have to mention that there might be something happening this Thursday, June the 12th. And it may or may not be happening in Brazil. The World Cup is upon us. Yes. The England squad are out there. Yes. People are excited. They're excited, Dookie. And I don't want to neglect the listeners who may be really into their sports because I feel like it wouldn't be fair. I'm not really into my sports and I'm really, really not into football and I don't know anything about it except the names David Beckham and Wayne Rooney and I can recognize the manager of the England team if I see him. I think his name is Roy Hodson, and he seems like a very lovely man. I remember when he he first got hired, he got a lot of stick because he's got a slight speech impediment, and of course I would relate to that and would would get a little upset on his behalf that he was getting so much stick, and he handled it so well that I just think I just thought what a lovely man he he didn't get upset at all he just makes a joke out of it and I thought that was lovely a kindred spirit he's a kindred spirit dookie we're all different and we all need to embrace the things that make us individuals so every time I see him I really like him and I just caught the news that he was getting off the plane in Brazil and he looked like he was on crutches and I thought oh that's really sad because I know this World Cup thing only comes around once every four years and that, that he's kind of hurt during that must be a bit of a bummer Somebody may have said when he was just en route to Brazil Oi Mike, break a leg that's uh, see they could have and see what happens because that when you wish people that who work in the theater isn't that bad luck oh no you're not supposed to wish him good luck you're supposed to say break a leg because good luck is bad luck to 
if you will, sort of, you know, keep the evil spirits. Yes, at and bay. I am very, very superstitious. Very superstitious. I learned a new superstition this week. Tell me more. Well, you know the whole thing about spilling salt, which I am a little obsessed with. Do you take what you spilled and then throw it over your left shoulder, uh, or Dickie, is it the right? She's nuts. She's nuts. She got it. You got to pick it off the floor. You got to pick it off the counter. You got to take it. What is it? Your right hand over your left. Yeah, she taught me because I spilled some salt and I thought she was going to have a meltdown. It's true, Dookie. It's true. And you know, you don't, you never know when you you might have to jump on a plane or a train or something like that. And if you've spilled fault the day before terrible things could happen but i learned this new one apparently if you say to somebody pass the salt please you're not supposed to take the salt cellar from their hand they're supposed to put it down on the table and then you pick it up from the table because if you take it from their hand apparently it's bad luck really yes then i've amassed a great deal of bad luck because well never do that again dookie right can i just chime in here. Dookie, can I tell you that our beloved Sylvia here is a little crazy crazy with the superstitions? Now, new listeners might not be aware that Marsha, who you just heard there, and Sylvia recently moved in together. They are cohabitating. How long has it been? How long has it been? It's been about two months now. Two months. And... You two seem to be getting on incredibly well. We're great. Like a house that isn't on fire, but a house that has joy. And every day I find out just a little bit of how more crazy she is, you know, in a really great way. So can I tell him? You're going to tell him about this fuse. She's going to tell you about shoes. I'm going to tell you. So she ordered some shoes off uh, Amazon or eBay. You know, there are other places to buy stuff. And she's going to be out all day, right? And I'm going to be in. So she leaves instructions written out on the table in addition to telling me that I'm not allowed to put the package when it's delivered on the table. Right. It's true, Dookie. New shoes on the table are very bad luck. I've heard that's one of those famous superstitions, yes. along with breaking mirrors and walking yes. under ladders. Don't put new shoes on the table, people. And Marcia did a very good job. I came home and they were on the floor. Well so, done, Marcia. Anyway, I don't know how we started talking about this, but football, Brazil, I know it's all happening. I don't understand how it all happens, but I know they're in Brazil. And whoever you're rooting for, have a good time. That's all I'm saying. I've got a friend in Brazil at the moment, and I think he's having a fabulous time because I hear that the men there are amazing. So if you're there enjoying the men or the ladies, whatever you're enjoying or the football, I hope you're enjoying it. And I hope it really helps their economy, too, because I know their economy is is not great. So that's the first thing is football. It does start on Thursday, doesn't it? I don't know. I'm I'm aware yeah, the World Cup is, is about look, to kick yeah, off. Yeah, look at you, No too. pun intended. But I'm not sure the actual date. I'm pretty sure it's Thursday. Right. Anyway, so I've got something else that has to do with men and a little bit with women. Are we ready, people? And is this what's happening on Thursday? Well, Thursday no, is no, just the this football. Is Thursday's the football. This is starting on... At the end of the month, let me just get my dates right. I'm getting my dates right. Dookie, Marcia, this is the San Francisco Gay Pride, 28th and 29th of June. So we've got a couple of weeks to be gearing up. 
bring now I know it's a big action. thing. I know it's a big thing that people will know about, but I just felt like we had to say San Francisco Pride, and they're billing it as Homo Heritage because Homo Heritage. They are in the town where it all happens. And Dookie, I have been on Pride in this country, and it's amazing. It's fabulous. I would love to go in San Francisco because it sounds fabulous too. Throngs of people get together to celebrate gay milestones and gay histories. And there's also attractions like Homo Hip Hop and Leather Alley and Fairy Freedom Village. And it just, and what I also love about this is they also have a parade that's been going for many, many years called Dykes on Bikes. Dykes on Bikes. Dykes on Bikes, where all the girls get to come in on their bikes and have a big parade, and some of them are topless, and it just sounds fabulous. So all the girls and all the boys get to be together wearing fabulous things and just celebrate the heck out of being gay. Lesbians and gays unified in one event in a great liberal city on the left coast of the Americas. So, boys, girls, if I don't remember to say have a good time on the 28th and 29th of June, (gasps) go out there and party it up because it sounds amazing. And finally, are we ready for the last one? Now, this one involves men, men, men. And three men. Oh, a lot more than three, Dookie. A lot more than three, Dookie. We're going to Turkey. Turkey bound. We are going to Turkey, Dookie, to a place that I can't pronounce, but I'll try. Erzurum. E R Z U R U M. Erzurum. In Turkey for the oil wrestling festival oil wrestling if you love oil and i know you do and if you dig a bit of wrestling and let's face it who doesn't mixing these two things together in the heart of turkey it is a perfect combination tell me more you said it dookie the way that it's being billed is that when it comes to macho throwdowns The Super Bowl has nothing on this festival. It's a greased up wrestling match. So what happens is this is in Turkey. It's the 29th of June to the 5th of July. So we all have time to get over there. It goes on for a week. And what happens? This has been going on for nearly 700 years. And this is where men of all shapes and sizes dressed in nothing but cowhide trousers douse each other in olive oil and battle it out. I hope it's good quality olive oil. Well, I don't know. I mean, should it be good quality olive oil? Or should it just be like, you know, should it be extra virgin? Because I think that would kind of be a waste. That will probably be the only thing that is extra virgin at this event. (gasps) Dookie, I am telling you, this is a week-long festival. It it dates back to the 14th century where the Ottoman raiders used to be bored, right? So what they would do is they would all strip down to their panties 
and just start wrestling each other and what they would do is wrestle to the death these two guys actually wrestled all night long until they actually died and everybody got bored and went away and they came back the next morning and these two people had died so they had to bury them like in the same grave now nowadays when this happens they don't wrestle till the death they just wrestle until the one person gets tired and there is a winner so there's like hundreds of men that get involved in this so what they do is they're wearing nothing but cowhide trousers and what they do is they grease each other up right mm. and then they have to like hold each other in a special way to kind of warm up it's kind of like you know sumo wrestling has lots of like little rituals to like before you start like grappling with each other sylvia i just realized yes in sumo they yes. throw salt oh <gasps> they do really why before they start it has significance about cleansing if memory serves and they throw it into the ring that they're about to compete in yeah I bet they throw it into some ring if you know what I mean the way that this whole Turkish event started interests me the idea that 700 years ago you had two people and they were bored they're bored yes like two people are sat there yes hey Kemal how are you Uh, I'm okay girl why do we have the same voice I don't know but we're very close we spend a lot of time together and one of them's uh, from Sicily obviously (laughs) it's the Mediterranean Kemal yes girl why did that woman uh, interfere with us I don't know but I have an idea of how we can get away from the woman really tell me more I think we should go and wrestle with some olive oil well and that's lasted for 700 years can you believe it and people come so what they do is that they bend over and they of course they would well they bend over dookie and they and they grab each other around the legs and occasionally they slap each other on the head but because they're both so slippery that it is allowed to grab each other's pants or trousers but it's also allowed to like grab inside the trousers for anything that you can grab a hold of leverage you need some leverage from the sounds of it you need to be able to get some purchase off those yes strides Matt so what was that that sounded South African let's forget that I even said that and can I just say that you don't have to be Turkish to do this you and you don't have to have ever done it before or have any wrestling experience they have made a point of saying on this website that wherever you're from come on over whatever size or shape you are stick on some cowhide trousers let yourself get greased up and start grappling with another male. Do they provide the well, see, trousers? That I don't know. So I would suspect that you might want to avail yourself of some cow skin trousers before you go to Turkey. That, that would be my 
my suggestion. Right. I'm not advocating animal skin trousers. I'm just saying if that's your thing, if you want to go, maybe you might find some like faux cow skin trousers. You know, something that's got kind of a waxy, leathery feel. I wonder whether or not the committee that decides how these events are run, I wonder if they would accept faux leather I if it's highly traditional I, there may be an issue all I, I don't know, know Dookie maybe who knows it seems like the greasing up is a little bit more important and shall I say that if you're not into wrestling and it doesn't seem like they allow women to do this so if you're a woman or you're a man and you're not into wrestling you can go and the audience has lots of participation they provide a real spectacle apparently and once one wrestler pins another wrestler down long enough the winner kisses the defeated and as is the custom, the audience roars in approval. Right. So, Dookie, it just sounds interesting. And I think we should go. Sadly, it's on the same kind of weekend as Pride. But what I suggest, but it goes on longer than Pride. So, we could go to San Francisco, avail ourselves of some faux leather trousers, right? Do all the dykes on bikes thing. You know, have some homo hip-hop and then get on a plane and go to Turkey and don our trousers and get greased up and grapple with people. This sounds like the makings of a perfect week. Doesn't it just... Doesn't it just... I think it sounds wonderful. So, Dookie, that's me. That's your lot. So, we're in Brazil for the football. We're in San Francisco for Gay Pride. And then we're going to Turkey for the Oiled Up Man Festival. It has been a slice of greased up manly heaven having you here on the Dookie Radio Show sharing your scintillating situations in one city with us again. Thank you, Dookie. And thank you, Dookie listeners. This has been Sylvia Silversmith reporting on scintillating situations in your city. Ew. What's a Dookie? You got a little problem? Uh, remember last week I did the overheard and I was cheating? You did do a little bit of cheating. Uh, I cheated. So, uh, call me Lance Armstrong, you know, whatever. Uh, this week I got a problem. I don't have to cheat. Well, no, I got to cheat again. You mind if I cheat? See, the problem is, is that it's been a while since we've been on air, but... I was working that whole time, Dookie. I, I wasn't letting it go. I was collecting the overheards. I was collecting them here. I was hearing stuff there. I was hearing stuff here. And I was writing it down. 
Now, the problem comes where I didn't write down who said it, right? Are you able to at least describe the person no. who... Right. So, I've got an idea. I'm going to attribute it to someone, right? Right. So, you introduce me to that guy, because this show's about Liverpool, Birkenhead-y kind of title you got going on there. Yes. And you introduced me to this guy, and you said he was from Liverpool. Correct. Right? And he doesn't live there anymore, but he was visiting you, and I met him. Yes. Right? And we had, you know, some nice chitting chatting. Some chitting chatting happened, and it was pleasant. Yeah. So I'm going to attribute this to him. Is that okay? I mean, he didn't actually say it. He may have uh, thought it. Because I've never... Yeah, he, may, he might have thought it. Yeah, that's good. So, uh, and yeah, and he probably has. Because I never met this guy before in my life. But, yeah, he seems like a funny guy. And, you know, and, and you're right. He's probably said it. And anyway, somebody said it. I just don't know who. So, let's say this guy. So... We're sitting around Dookie's living room, and he's got a guy there. Uh, he's tall, and we're drinking some uh, Prosecco, uh, the way you do. Yeah, it gave me, gave me quite a, you know, I only had a glass, but God, my head the next day. Uh, God, it felt like I drank four bottles. And Sylvia's there, and we're having some uh, nibbly nibblies, you know, stuff. And anyway, what I overhear the guy from Liverpool say is, uh, it's bad to shag your wife's sister, but it's worse to shag your own sister. So there you go. Words that of wisdom. Was, that was your friend. Uh, words of wisdom. That's what I overheard him say. Marsha, quick question. Yeah. In what environment did you hear this little nugget? Well, like I said, we were in your living room. Oh, you know, no. we, uh, the real one. It's the real one, yes. God, I have no idea. I mean, with me, it's usually one of a couple of places. I'm usually in a Costa Coffee. There are other coffee shops. And... Or I'm on a train. Right. So, it could have been one of those. I'm not sure. It could have been one of those, but the one that it actually was, was something which my Liverpudlian friend, Rudy, had thought to himself. Yeah. But didn't say, but you through... I've given it to him. Through telekinesis. Yeah. Telepathy, even. There you go. Both of them together, in the event... Yeah. You absorb that wonderful nugget of a quote. Somebody said it. So, you know, I just gave it to your friend to say, and speaking of coffee, uh, we were trying to, like, do some independent thing, because I'm a little big on the corporates. Correct. You were doing independent coffee retail Emporium reviews. Yeah, see, now that's one thing I haven't been working on, and I feel I feel bad. I feel bad about that. I'm trying to think if I've had any independence. And, uh, we were off haven't. the air for a while. Yeah. Is uh, this something you want to come back with next week? Yeah. With focus and with perspective? Yeah. And possibly 
a renewed enthusiasm for? I'm trying to work out my enthusiasm, Dookie, because Thursday I'm working in Marylebone, part of London. And there are other parts of there London. There are other parts of London, and I can't find a Costa that's that near. I mean, there is one on Baker Street that's walkable, but I gotta meet somebody, and he don't like to walk very far. He's kind of lazy. Uh, so I was looking for. So the only place is a place called Gino's a Coffee Shop, and. Yeah, I guess I'm going to have to go there now. So next week, yeah, as part of a new feature, yeah, called Bean and Gone, B E A N and Gone. That's good. So clever with a punt. Marsha will give a review of Gino's in Marlebone. Oh God, yeah. Now you've nailed me to it. But yeah, yeah. All right, I'll do it. Yeah, that's good. Marsha, if you don't do it, you will not have done it. If I don't do it, I want to done it. Yeah, that's good. Uh, you should write a self-help book called that. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I should write something. Let's see what Slutty Sue is doing in her house. In her house. Let's see what Slutty Sue is doing in her house. In her house. Let's see what Slutty Sue is doing in her house. Are you done with those mugs? To a mere pedestrian or uninitiated local, Penge may appear to be an unremarkable suburb of London. Neither city nor country, neither posh nor destitute. But in this quiet enclave in the southeastern quarter of our nation's capital, is an Art Deco semi-detached house owned and occupied by a North American transplant to Blighty named Slutty Sue. And while I was on my way to the Dukey Radio Show studios, I popped into Sue's pristine abode and asked, Slutty Sue, what have you been up to? So, Dukey, it's been a long time and I just can't believe you haven't let me get busy in your car so when you showed me what you'd been getting up to in there I just couldn't believe it was so dirty so I know you haven't seen it yet but I had to pay particular attention to the area around your gear stick it was absolutely filthy And it's a good thing I'm able to twist and bend because there was some really tight spots that hadn't had a good seeing to for quite some time. So this week, I've been scrubbing out Dookie's car, paying particular attention to the area around his nasty shaft. Time and many now Searching slutty through online I'll give you an address And you'll have the power 
You and Slutty Sue will be fine Facebook.com Forward slash Sue likes to clean Facebook.com Forward slash Sue likes to clean Mozza is right. If you'd like to find out more about Slutty Sue, click your way to her website, www.facebook.com forward slash Sue likes to clean. Can I just say, I know I've been in, I know I've been a bit quiet. You have been very quiet. I've been a little quiet, but I've got a bit of a problem in my nether regions. Oh dear, so there are two people in this studio who yeah. are suffering from tummy issues. Well, see, the problem is, is that I hope I didn't give it to you, Marsha, because me tummy's been all dicky for a week now. And I think it's because I don't know, but I may have had a dodgy key, babe. Right. Yeah, it looked a little, you know, well, yes, exactly. This key, babe, that Roy brought me home, right, he got it from the monkey just to say he was closing up, right? And we ain't never been there before. But Roy said the man was so, so friendly. Just really, really, really friendly. So, uh, you know, and it meant that we didn't have to make no dinny that night. So, uh, ever since then, my, my tummy's going, oh, dicky, dicky. So, if I've been quiet, it's just because Mostly I've been in my ladies, haven't I? Bless you. Well, you've been a very good sport. We would have understood if you wanted to either cancel or no, dare I, I say can pop I out. cancel on you, Dookie, because just being here and seeing the beautiful face is all soothing for me tummy. You know what you says? You's like Pepto-Bismol, you says. Ah, that, that means a you're great my, You're my lovely Pepto, you says. I'm like a cork in the sphincter oh, of your life. you're a lovely cork in me bamboo. <laughs> Irene, even though you haven't said much tonight, you've been a source of energy and amusement. And thank you very much for, especially with a dicky tummy, for joining us here. And Sylvia Silversmith, as always, it was lovely having you here on the Dicky Radio Show. Thank you all, lovely listeners. Marsha MacDonald, I am looking forward to hearing your new segment, Bean and Gone, in which you'll be giving yeah. Gino's a thorough yeah. scene to and a yeah. review. Now I gotta go see Gino, I guess. And the I- coffee better be good. I mean, I assume they're Italian, so, you know. My hopes are high. My hopes are high. So, Gino's, if you're listening, you know, get it together. Until next time, may the worst of tomorrow be the best of yesterday. Now it's time for me to go and <clears throat> pop my weasel. Thanks for listening. Half a pound of tuppenny rice, half a pound of treacle. That's the way the money goes. Pop goes the weasel.